Welcome back to the sixth episode of Walasaha. My name is, of course, Dominic Norales, and as I always do, I want to thank you for taking time out to listen to my voice. I appreciate you guys so much. This one is another in the series of Turn Up the Thing, where I talk to artists from all genres and all spaces. And I got to interview someone who has been an all-time favorite of mine. This week was particularly exciting. Can you hear it in my voice? Because I got to interview two of um, my favorite artists, Nilo Playa and Jenko Belli. Now, both these interviews were deeply personal for me because I grew up to listen to Nea Balea. Like, I grew up to listen to Nea Balea. My foremost memory of both of them in the same space is during their Black Guayabera tour, which they did all over Belize. And one of those tours got to St. Catherine Academy, which I attended. I was in second form, I believe. I remember having on a yellow tie. And since then, I've been enthralled, to say the least. And if I'm honest, I'm just being modest in saying that. Um, you can, of course, read about that Jenko Bella interview when I make my debut as an official contributor to Hip Hop Belize blogs. But yes, you can look forward to that. I will link that in further episodes as that be- becomes public. So you guys can look forward to that. Now, Nella Play is special because we became close friends over the years. A year or two later, probably. I met Nello at St. George's Key. You know, I play steel band. I'm a tenor panist. We got to Pandemonium Steel Band. And I saw him and I had to take a picture. I um, I found that picture just the other day. And I just want to say thank God for the group because, yo, were to big up yourself. Um, of course, all friendships have their ups and downs, but we've remained great friends and I have remained a huge fan of his work. As you will hear during the interview, I watched this man perform at so many places from DTH Studio, Baca Martins, to Street Art Festival for Albert Street, to Martins Community Fest on Mahogany Street, to international artist concerts um, that are held back at home. And the quality is always the same, no matter the audience. Nello is one whose character shines through his music of conscious reggae and combative dancehall. From the patriotic how can I leave to the sensuality of love and affection to the grimy of Pampas by PSA number two, love that song, Nello Playa and Colonel Parks remains true to themselves, one and the same. I introduce to you friend and committed artist Nello Playa. Welcome to our set, Nella Playa. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. I'm super excited to have you. I'm super excited to have you. Um, as you know, I'm a huge fan, so I'm very much honored that you took the time out to sit with me. Um, so, welcome. <laughs> Tell me about yourself. Yeah. And again, appreciate it over the over the past few years. You've been very supportive of my music. And that's a great thing as a Belizean. Well, I'm here, Nello Player, Belizean artist. I'm a reggae dancer artist. Who love what I do. I'm, I've been doing music from 2003. That's a long time. You can do the math. It's right? <laughs> a long time. Since then, I've had, a, I've had the privilege of working with so many artists. And with a career that extends that long, you have a lot of experience in 
in the industry in well what is deemed an industry in belize but you know i have a lot of great experiences in recording with other belizean artists international artists um the whole nine as a as an artist you know yeah. making um, appearances at schools and yeah. doing features and things like that interviews as such <laughs> <laughs> yeah like this one um so yeah. you you i i really mm -hmm. want for the audience to lay a background as to who you are um with time mm -hmm. with, with with doing music since 2002 2003 generation change so i really want to sort of introduce you introduce you sorry to um people who listen to belizean music okay. and really who love music on a whole um so I wanted to, to lay the foundation. Tell us about what made you start, um, what made you identify as a musician and what influenced your song? Yeah, very, very good question because for those who know, who, who know me and who've known me from a very young age know that I'm pretty much inward and I always tell people that I wish I could have been doing this from the sidelines or behind the scenes, you know? The character that that I have as a person, it's very unbecoming of me to see myself on stage and to know that, oh, that the, it's you that they're being that that is being focused on and the attention is on you solely. You, you're not a part of a, an act. You're not a group. It's only you, uh, you know, a solo artist. Um, so it started with music. I love music from a very young age. Um, my mom and dad were avid music listeners. My mom sang in choirs, Belize Choral Society, St. Martin's um, Choir, and which she's still a part of a choir in Belmopan where she lives, um, central Belize's capital, Belmopan. And yeah, so influences came from mom and dad. Dad was a pioneer in music to me. He had all sorts of records. He had a special, a shed, or not a shed, but a, a little house in the back of the yard that housed his equipment like speakers and um, records and that I would just live in there even when he's not around I would take that time and go and play records and you know mess with stuff musically like connecting <laughs> wires and stuff like that and that birthed uh, the idea of me being a DJ that's where I started like I used to start like juggling records and juggling cassettes and juggling CDs and I really got into the music and I found that I had a knack for learning all of these songs like that I was listening to, like I knew songs word for word and I could, my my circle at the time on Black Orchid Street, I grew up in St. Martin's. Right, these right, guys right. would always mention, <laughs> yes, exactly right. They, they would always point to the fact that he knew every song or he knew all the words for every song and so forth. And that stemmed to me writing my own music. Right. And I didn't even know that it was something because I've never thought that, I, oh, I wanted to be on stage or I wanted to be this yeah. artist. But I guess the love for the music just extended further into that happening. You know, as I said, you know, I'm, I'm very inward and so forth. So that's when I started to write music and I, I went to Heights of Vibe Studios. That's in Faber's Road era. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's what, by no coincidence either, our family house, like where my grandmom lived, uh -huh. was in the Port Loyola era. And we would often be over at that side. Mm -hmm. And every evening, every Fridays, we gather there, all my aunts, my mom. And then I would 
go to Heights Survive Studio that was in the neighborhood. And my good friend used to live and record there, Don Marcos. Yeah. Right? Belizean artist. And Father Lee. Don Marcos was the first man to put me on a stage. Ah. You know? So big up to Don Marcos. <laughs> exactly. You know, he's still doing music today. And I guess the rest from there, I that's where I linked up with TR and Continental Cat and Consigo and Positive Vibes and Young C. Young C was a producer back then. All of these guys, we all come to me, started music around the same time. Yeah. You know? And it started from there. I got my first few hit singles. That, and when I say hit singles in Belize, I judge it by the songs that Belizean populists know or the Belizean urban music listeners know. Mm -hmm. I had a song, Heart of a Champion, that everyone knew. We used to play on the radio often, on radio stations often. And it was a good feeling to hear your music on the radio after recording nice. it for the first. Yeah, you know, that was the first time I started to hear my stuff playing locally by all the stations. And, like, and, whoa. Is, and, and how is that? Is that weird? <laughs> it's super weird, like <laughs> coming into the industry or into the business for the first time and this is just something you love and like to do. And, you know, Erson used to be a part of our circle, Erson Picard. He mm -hmm. was a, a, a miles. It was a, he was a major deal at Creme Radio at the time. That, yeah. that was a lot of Belizean, young Belizeans first introduction to what radio could be like with urban music, reggae dance, mm -hmm. music, you know, when Erson was um, to the peak in waves <laughs> at Creme. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so Erson used to take our hits, or he said this would be a big one. Okay. And okay. used to take it to the radio stations, and that's where it started. But he's the man who like introduced the public to to um, bleach and music. Yeah, he introduced a lot of our work to, to yeah. radio. Great, great. Correct, correct. I wanted to go a bit And then it caught on, and then it caught on, you know? I wanted to go a bit back um, when you spoke about how foreign your um, personality is from what you're expected to do as an artist. Is Colonel Parks and Nelofaya two different things or two different uh, people, two different personas? Yeah, um, you know, a lot of people always ask this question and I'd like to quickly say that to me is one and the same, one and the same person. Like, I just know that I need to be professional and need to assert myself into mode when necessary and like do what I have to do like before a stage performance I know I have to go up there and do the best that I could and just like I don't know it's I wouldn't want to say a different persona but just elevate the level of the personality yeah and you know start start to connect to know that you're going to be up there and you're going to be under the microscope mm -hmm. you're going to be in full <laughs> front and center so yes. do what you need to do properly you know yeah so i would say they're the same person man i'm the same yes. i'm the same laid back person as an artist i'm pretty much reserved in my craft as you know i i don't use profanity in my craft i mean they're they're instant there have been instances yeah. and you will find songs with a couple there and here and there but not not nothing to talk about or to mm -hmm. hold against me you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and i do take my rastafarian culture 
very seriously. So yes, yes, that is true. That is true. I mean, thanks. Uh, and you know, just for the audience' sake, I've seen this man perform in studio. I've seen him perform at street art festival. I've seen him perform at Martin's Community Festival. I've seen him perform at huge mm -hmm. concerts. Like the last one, I think, was with Taurus Riley just last year on Valentine's, right? Yes, yes. Um, it was this marks a year since the anniversary of that performance. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So I've seen him everywhere, mm -hmm. and the quality is always the quality is always the same. I always sing out my throat, so I know that um, the quality yeah. always remains the same. And we have really big up Belizeans like you, um, Dominique, because you really follow Belizean artists' culture. Like you go to shows and events and connect with artists. Yeah. You know, and I see that, and I really applaud that. Thank you, thank you very much. I mean, it's it's all my pleasure, you know, because I really think. Um, the artists in Belize are some of the most talented people. Like, and I'm not even measuring you by by just the geography of Belize. I just think you are extremely dedicated and extremely talented. So I, I have to thank you guys. Um, thank you. Thank I wanted to to get into some to some very specific things. So now I've seen. I don't know if okay. it's on social media or. I don't remember if it was in research when when I was an uh, an obsessive fangirl, but I know <laughs> I know that there's a photo of you and Sedala Marley. Where was that, and how was it to meet? Oh. How was it to meet the the daughter of Rita and Bob Marley, absolute legends, and now the mother of Skip Marley, who is a a stellar artist himself. Okay, um, that was a uh, the audio drop a little. Uh, that was a pretty good experience for me, man. That was a really good time in my career. Um, that was Unifest, and that was 2016. Mm -hmm. 2016, I was um, hired to perform. I was contacted. At the time, I had a, a an agent friend of mine, manager, Michael Young Jr., Devin, who lives in Florida. Mm -hmm. He reached out to me and said, no, we have opportunity for you to perform at Unifest. This is a um, Caribbean concert held in Miramar, Florida. Mm -hmm. And it had the likes of so many artists from huge international platinum recording artists, American artists, like some uh, or groups. I can't remember the name, but they have some popular songs. But on this ticket was Kip Marley, was Glenn Washington, was myself, was... Um, a few other artists that can't come to mind right now, but yes, I met Skip Marley here and I had a good long conversation. I was teaching him and his mom Creole how ah. to speak. And there were some pictures on, on social media where Sedella had this big laugh. It was because she was messing up the Creole and I was laughing at her. Right? <laughs> <laughs> she was attempting to speak Creole and it oh. wasn't working out. So yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a it was a humbling experience to meet these people, you know, Glenn Washington was asking me, like, when are you going to bring me to Belize again? René Villanueva usually brings me to Belize. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> he remembers, you know? Of course, of course. Um, many people don't know that you produce more than half of your own music. What does that what does that process look like? Do you do you write on paper, pen and paper like I have to do? Or do you <laughs> just pick up? some recording device how what does that process look for you from idea of a song until someone on the radio hears it okay man 
sometimes it's a little frustrating because back in the day I had books and books, described books to them. Like I was surprised myself on having my stuff together. Like I could go in my archives and pull out like books that are filled and you know, books that are halfway used, but I, I quickly like ditched the book idea and I started to just transcribe like I recorded in my phone. I've recorded, I'm still doing this. This is still my process. I record ideas and bars and sometimes hummings. And if you listen to those things, you'd laugh at me and like want to know like, what are you doing? What are you saying? Like, like just gibberish pretty much. But the gibberish is like humming an idea or humming a melody. And then I go back and I put words to it. And sometimes it's a full thought or it's it's like four, four to eight bars already just start out and sung. But it's in the phone and that's my writing process. And then I go to record and I record those very lines. To me, once you make it in, once it makes it to my phone, it's for use. It's solid. <laughs> it's not for, <laughs> yeah, it's not, yeah, it's solid. It's nothing that I'm going to, ah, it's iffy. Yeah. Everything in my phone, I just go back as a reference and use. So that's my process. I write using my phone now. Okay, okay. So there are no more trans transcripts of books and writing. No more transcripts. Kind of sad, I mean, I am alone. And I, I alone said that I'm going back and start doing that, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's for me just the novelty of writing. Um, because I just feel like there are certain things that that I don't want to lose. Like I always tell people I have an actual analog watch on my, my. I try to have an analog watch on my hand all the time so I don't forget how to read the time because it's so easy to forget, <laughs> right? Um, so I think it's just, the same, it's just the same thought process for me. Maybe this year starts that again, so we'll see. All right, all right, all right, that's it. Um, no, just to your, to your style and um, the content and the substance of your music. I know you, I mean, I, I am a, being a hopeless romantic myself. I love the love songs. I also love the ones that are yeah. rather, uh, that, that that bad boy persona comes out in with the aggression. Exactly, like, aggressive, um, not sure. Yeah, the, the fear, the fear, the what? I Why is it that the females love these? A lot of girls like this uh, these aggressive songs, like we call them bad man song. Like. Yeah, like the, the P, <laughs> like PSA number two, I think in the name Pampa's why I love that song. Love. Ooh. That's a heavy song, Miss Dominique. <laughs> I love the song, man. It's it's. I, I mean, it brings up my gangster, right? Uh, <laughs> but I wanted to ask. <laughs> I wanted to ask. Do you consider your work to be political in any sense? I know you write a lot about social issues, but do you consider yourself to be contributing to a political conversation? What want or want not? I just read something last week in an article that says you comment on something you're political, you dislike something you're political. So want or want not, you're being viewed as being political, especially if you're socially conscious and you speak on it and you speak on it, you're always deemed and viewed as a political person. So, and I'm, I can't run from it. I do speak on most of my music. I'd say 80% of my music is bringing awareness to social, um, interests and social needs and everything about my people, you know. So I I would say that maybe I am political. Come to think of it, because I'm always speaking up for the for the smaller man in in better lack of a better term, and I'm always speaking up for those less fortunate or those needy or those being afflicted, you know. So I will say that my music 
<clears throat> it does address a lot of that <clears throat> a lot of that standpoint a lot of the, those issues you know yeah. Yeah. um apart from writing you know the gangster persona the the rude boy persona of it all that's just our artists bolstering their their machismo so forth and saying that hey i have heat you know or i can do this you know and being smart about it and not having to use curse words or yeah. um violence in any kind of way you know well for me um compass why well, definitely do that <laughs> Definitely do that. Definitely, the Chilling Stones. Never watch them. Why? That song is actually addressing <laughs> exactly. That song is addressing the whole community of artists who, like, recently started doing music and not giving any props to those who came before them, mm. who made it cool for. I only I speak a lot about Belize, our country, no. Mm -hmm. Artists who made it cool for Belizeans to listen to them, because I used, I usually tell people that there was a time that. Belizeans didn't want to listen to Belizean um, urban music. And I always make the differentiation between urban and indigenous music mm -hmm. of our culture, you know? Because the urban music is dancehall, hip hop, reggae stuff that is not of Belize as such. Yeah. And, you know, the Belizeans were skeptical about giving us a voice and or a listen, you know? And we changed that. I'd like to think that my generation of artists changed that and brought direct attention to our music. Yeah. So there are artists that just came along that doesn't they don't give any respect to our us the pioneering artists. Yeah. Yeah, I think that is that is very, very important to to pay And artists. it's sad because when I see like Kenny Morgan and Grandmaster and I feel like I had the wrong royalty, you know, I want a no. picture, I make the guys yeah. knows to I make them know to no end that I'm very grateful for the men I love for the music and much respect to them, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I, I do hope that eventually um, that 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 bridge is that gap is bridged eventually, you no? Know? Because I think even for me, like as mm -hmm. a writer, like I I cannot wait to go home and sit down with Grandmaster again when I meet him on that front street because to me he is just like this man, this royalty. <laughs> like I can't exactly. He's a whole mood and vibe, and he's still I with us. Us. Yes, yes, he is just like the Grandmaster, the Young. You are like everything and more. I cannot. There was a time mm -hmm. that I wrote. I, I, I wrote a poem for Carcom Youth Day, and I there was the only time I performed for an audience. Um, it was at Spooners, and he was. I didn't know he was there, so I just got up because I said, oh, "Well, that was time to do this thing and get it done, right?" Because I just I don't do performing. I rather write than be behind the scenes. And I performed it and then he was, I didn't know he was at the bar. So he came up to me and looked from my heart just dropped to the to the floor. <laughs> to the floor. And he was like, I really love, I really love how you put your words together and I really love your style and you should continue doing this. And I'm like, yeah, thanks. And I just as I usually do, freeze up when I speak to these people. But I think it's important yeah, that, that, yeah. that younger generations pay. Um, just out of respect, you don't even have to like the per the person, the personality. That just respect, right? And see, that shows you the realness, realness of a person of that artist because he's a he's a veteran artist. Didn't have have to do that at any point, but he knows the realness of someone, and he can hear it. So it's yeah. awesome that he came up to you and told you that. You know, I loved it. I loved it. All right, so Nell Flair, what's Nell Flair? Um, we are down to our final few questions for the interview until we get to our fire questions. Yeah. Um, 
-hmm. after winning the song competition in 2013, I think you entered that competition four times and won three times first place. Five, five, five times. Five times. I don't know that you, you have to tell me because I, I read. Yeah, I, I entered the Belize song competition five times. Yes. And I won three first place, a third place and a second place. And so this man is that. Three consecutive first place. All right. All right. Boss man. <laughs> I mean, and after winning the song competition in 2014, you give you gave an interview and you said, I am committed to what I do and I do my best to fulfill my obligations. I know what I want to do and how far I want to go in music. I want to leave a, a mark in, in music that Belize can be proud of so that the country could be identified as somewhere that is able to produce good music and good artists. That's my goal, to put Belize on the map. Do you still feel that way? Where is the music industry? Where do you see it being in the next five years? And how has it changed since you first started? It's a lot of questions. Loaded question. Very, very, nice. very like loaded. Um, yes, I still, I still very much feel this way, Miss Narlis. I do feel this way that we need to be highlighted as Belize, as Belize. We need to, the world needs to know that Belize is in its own uniqueness and we have something different to offer you know in every aspect of our culture whether it may be music um, food language um, vernacular dress anything as such but we need to always be displaying our singularity our uniqueness mm -hmm. and it's very important to me as an artist in playing my part in my in my in my but in my part, in my channel, in what I do, which is music, like it's important for me to speak some Creole in my music. It's important for me to to um, just embrace the Creole in my music instead of speaking Jamaican, especially like we we are doing not nothing against the Jamaicans. We love the Jamaicans. We do, right? But we also have Creole. Creole can be understood just as easily in our music. So. You'll hear a lot of Creole in my music or Creole slangs or saying, apart from English, so forth. So when I said that it's my, it's our duty to fulfill and play our part, that's what I'm speaking about as it relates to music, mm -hmm. you know? And I tell us what part of that question I haven't answered. Um, um, we're, well, we, we kind of spoke about where, what you have seen change since the start. Um, but where do you see yourself as an artist fitting into this as the final question for that part okay um as an artist fitting into all this i still like to remain true to what, where i started people always say that if you if you're still at the same spot or you're still doing the same thing when you started you haven't grown mm -hmm. and contrary to that belief i believe that if you've held on to what embodies you and what makes you then i think you have achieved a great bit of what you um, set out to do, you know, like I haven't changed in my music, like my, I've remained steadfast. I didn't, I didn't switch up. I didn't switch up. I didn't, because um, nobody know to listen to reggae. I never jumped for reggae and be a soca artist or I never, like I just remained true for my listeners, for my supporters and my fans. I kept it authentically Belizean, like you never hear I switch my style in terms of gone far, far, Nello. Yeah, you might hear a little change as the music changes, 
today, I call them these happy beats. There are like 100% lot of happy beats around where I'm not into. <laughs> <laughs> so I still gravitate to stuff that's more, that's more hardcore and more saying something that I could expound even more in terms of lyrics, which is very important to me. Um, another part of me that hasn't changed, like I haven't watered down the things I'm saying in my music. Well, I think no, or people have mentioned to me that they still go towards my stuff because I, I say a lot or I say a lot of meaningful things that edify their daily, you know? So as, as far as being in this industry, I'm, I'm happy to be a part. I love most of my coworkers <laughs> and what they're doing. Because to me, some of them are, I'm, I'm being honest here, Mr. Narale, some of them are setting us back a little. Mm. Um, and, I, and it just takes a little bit more work for these guys to realize what they're doing and that they need to tap a little further into yeah. what they're doing to elevate their craft as well as the Belizean mentality on Belizean chance. Very, very important. Um, final, final question. Um, are you doing anything new right now? Say it again, please repeat. Are you doing anything new right now? Can you share? Can we look forward to an album anytime, anytime soon? <clears throat> yeah, I was speaking to um, the president of Niche yesterday and Mm -hmm. I told her that I'm so over these yes and okay and I'm fine and hello. And so I just started to explain what's happening because she, we were pretty much going back and forth about what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And I said that I have music like just backed up. Like I've, I reached the point whereby I didn't want to release music to, to like to what end, to have a few listeners, to have a few viewers. Like I wanted more from the releases. So mm -hmm. that had that for a bit for a bit had held up a lot of what I was doing. I have a reggae album all lined up. I have like a couple songs awaiting to finish for that album to be complete. But I have an album that's finished. It's called Straightforward. And because I wanted physical copies as well, I didn't release this album. Okay. You know, I didn't. Because I wanted physical copies as well, I didn't release the album. Hmm. Um, but the, the album is called Straightforward. It's more contemporary music and it's ready to go. And hmm. I just didn't want to put it on all um, online platforms. And I wanted physical for my Belizean population. People always asking. So I have, an, I have a best of Nello player that I drive around with and I just give them away all the time when people ask for music. I have a nice CD that's called Best Up Nello Player with like 18 songs. And I just randomly give that to people who ask for music. Yeah. Well, you well, know, so two albums in the work, straightforward, and this reggae album that I haven't named as it. Okay. Well, I look forward to getting my um my CD when I come home somewhere. Thank you very much. <laughs> no problem. I'll make sure I put it aside. <laughs> All right, so final parts of the part of the final segment of the interview are already fire questions. I ask you questions, you answer it, we move to the next one. Uh -huh. All right, ready. What is your favorite song across genres, across artists? My favorite song, my all-time favorite song is Waiting in Vain from Bob Marley. Mm. That's my all-time favorite song. Okay. And I could list out like one to five favorite songs. One to five, <laughs> number two, number three, number four. Why? 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 Just stay at one. 
<laughs> What's the name of the first song you recorded? The first song I recorded was called Dream. And I was so lucky I got through. That was a collab by reggae artist, reggae star Jatona. That's Capleton's opener, Capleton's cousin. Yep. He was in Belize at the time at Heights of Vibe. We're hosting them and he and I recorded Dream together. That was my first recording. Nice. What's the name of your latest song? The name of my latest song is called, the last song I recorded, it really isn't my latest. It's called Be Okay. Mm -hmm. It's on a Belizean, um, it's on a Belizean compilation called the Upliftment Rhythm. Mm -hmm. You'll find a few Belizeans up there mixed with some Jamaicans. A Belizean producer by the name of D-Flo, okay. he made it. So my song on the rhythm is called Be Okay. Well, 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 I'll be looking to hear that. Favorite rhythm to perform on? My favorite rhythm to perform on at present, I'd have to say the new stuff, um, Style of Style. I recently did a banging joint on there, if I must say so myself. It's called um, Crystal Ball. Yes. There's a video that's going to be released for Crystal Ball, hopefully on Saturday. Okay. Just tweaking it and we're out. So find out my favorite rhythm is the Style of Style rhythm at at present. At present, yes. So, so I, I, I like that song as well. I like that song as well. I like the, all the artists on the rhythm, really. I listen to it all the time. The rhythm bashy, right? So. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Who is the Belizean artist you listen to the most? Outside of yourself, obviously. Okay. The Belizean artist I listen to the most outside of myself, hmm, that will be a hard one. Because <laughs> I listen to a lot of Belizean artists. But right now, I'd say Cross the Nitro. That's my artist. He supplies me lyrically. He keeps me on my toes, like <laughs> listening to all these lyrics and word plays. So, cross and intro. Cross, 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 got the lyrics. I miss watching him perform. Um, next question <laughs> What do you value the most in a song? Lyrics, rhythm, or energy? Lyrics, lyrics. You've got to be saying something to keep me there for at least a minute or half a minute. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> if you could, lyrics, if, yeah. If you could collab with any artist in the world, who would it be? Um, if I could collab with any artist in the world, hmm, that's a tough question, Miss Dominique. There are a few. For right now, I would like to say maybe, maybe either Damian Marley or um, Damian Marley, Barry Salmon, Protege. Um, I don't know, man. A few artists, a few artists. <laughs> um, what has been your favorite collab with another Belizean artist? Who is the artist and what's the name of the song? Oh, that's easy right now. That's Mr. Super G here. And I have two different collabs. Super G is a very popular and number one Belizean artist. Mm -hmm. And we have a song called Allergic to Haters. That's one. And we have a next one called Blaze. Mm -hmm. That's pretty upbeat and new, modern. That was late last year. Check out Blaze if y'all haven't heard Blaze. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. Super G, brother. If you could perform anywhere in the world, where would it be? Oh, Rotatum, that's in Europe, um, the European festivals in, yeah, in the UK, somewhere in the UK. Okay, all right. And finally, sing a verse from a song of yours for us. <laughs> okay, a verse. No, that's a real fire question. <laughs> <laughs> One man draw about three blocks. 
Pan notebook page for ink spot. No more action words if you beat back. Left three verb dead that the big facts. Now the family are pronouns, objects, everybody vexed the place to get real hot. Now the youth invest in our real black. And they shoot one another how real that. Why tell you step a bus gun when you do it in a studio for your fun? Why tell you make blood run when you never yet hold a real magdam why tell you brand this steel when you know to yourself badness real check account delete ah, huh. no sir where the evidence there because <laughs> none of them not do what they said <laughs> yeah man thank you very much and as we close the the as we close the interview when people come in contact with anything you make what is it that you want them to remember about you i didn't hear the last part what is the what do you want them to remember about you? Oh, definitely that this artist put a lot of work into what he's doing. Artists loving what he's doing. Like, I really, truly do still love what I'm doing in creating music, you know, in um, making our country proud, making our country beliefs proud. And pretty much that Nello loves what he's doing and he's making music for you all. I'm not only making music for myself. You all are the seal and the sign of, of approval, you know? Yes. Well, Nella Faye, I thank you very much for taking up time to sit with me. I did very much enjoy this. Thank you. Likewise. It's been a while since I've been poked and prodded. <laughs> <laughs> well, we look forward to, you know, if you if you want to come on to Walasaha again, we definitely will make space and time for you. So you just one text, one email away. I appreciate it, Miss Norales. Good job on your show. And I have listened to your show before and I really appreciate what you're doing in spreading the vibes Belizean-wise and keeping us alive and active on, on a big online presence in a very tasteful way, you know? So thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you. And with that, folks, we end our interview with Colonel Parks. Nella Player, thank you very much. You know, reggae get all the fight, all the punishment where it, where any music. I don't see which music get the type of fight that the reggae music get. Reggae so when it comes to, you know, you find a lot of uh, artists who is a uh, rock artist know that this music is a dangerous music. It's the best music for the human being. Everyone know that. Reggae music is the best music for human beings. 